Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from New York, it's the show that's a little heavy on props today. It's first things first. Today, upset, alert, brewing, emphasis on the brew. Is there another F game on the horizon for Dallas? Meanwhile, Caleb, Shador, Dion, is USC actually under the most pressure in Boulder? We discuss in Must Win, America's favorite segment. And finally, it's the segment so hot, people put pumpkin spice in it and sell it at a premium. It's Upset Alert. Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, you claim to be the king of the Upset Alert, my yeah. segment. How'd you do last week? Let me just check it. You're not well. Okay. I'm 2-1. I'm 2-1. 66%? I'll take that to Vegas. Uh, yeah, but it's like a heavyweight championship belt. If you lose, the other guy gets it. And in any event. I'm the only one with a win, Wilds. Wow, start. That includes you. With the battle for America's team, Cowboys favored by almost a touchdown in Sunday's game of the week on Fox. Dak looking for a bounce back after last week's loss in Arizona. Take a listen. Nobody likes to lose. Uh, nobody likes to lose, um, especially in a game that, that you expect to win. Forget the... Forget the media, whatever it's not you guys, but you know, forget whatever your lines are and whatever y'all say. Uh, nobody wants to lose. Yeah, I was pissed off. I mean, I'm always pissed off. Um, yeah, I'm always pissed off after a loss. I don't know if we can rate my different levels of pissed offness. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it sucks. It really does. Okay, Brew, is there any chance the Cowboys have another F game against the Patriots? You would love that. I would like I know. it for the show I'm, and for the I'm going to say slim. All right, not none. I won't go that far, but close to none. All right, in the F game, look, I know y'all think I come out here and choose F games all willy-nilly. And, oh, the Cowboys lost. Let me go have an F game. The F game is not a rant. The F game is not entertainment. The F game is not, oh, look at Brew being funny and dramatic with all the histrionics because the Cowboys lost. Seems like that. that. No, exactly what it is. The F game label is for real. The F game label is me and Dusty on Zoom, late Sunday night, early Monday morning, looking at the film, and there is criteria for an F game. Okay. I'm dead serious. Well, what is it? How many yards did you give up? How many yards did you gain? What was Dak's demeanor? How poised was he in the pocket? I mean, and turnovers. these are just a few of the penalties, penalties, turnovers. These are just a few of the criteria. Yeah. Quality of opponents. All right, the F game is legit. And I will say this. No, I do not foresee an F game from the Cowboys, in large part, Nick, because they play the 49ers the next week, and they could lose three straight if they bring an F game. Now, 
Here's the thing, though. Okay. <laughs> Every uh, loss is not an F game. Yeah, we know. So they could bring a C minus game. No, the- and their C minus game plus New England's A game could lead no. to a loss. This is so where I no F game, but a loss okay. is possible. Okay. All right. The- if the Cowboys lose to the Patriots after losing to the Cardinals, it is an F game, and I don't foresee that happening. Now, I will admit, and I know you guys aren't a huge fan of this type of analysis, but I just have to be honest with the audience. Don't I say did, sports guys. I did have a dream last night that oh. Dak threw a pick on each of his first three throws. It was very disconcerting. Three straight It was three straight. It was over three with three picks, and I woke wow. up, and I was like, oh, boy. But that was just a dream, and you guys have told me not to worry that about it. That one actually those. sounds Here's the thing. The Dallas Cowboys – don't really have a history since Dax, since they've had McCarthy and Dax been healthy of losing back-to-back games. It's happened once in the last three years. Once. Right. And that was losing to the Chiefs and then losing in overtime. So even those, though, those were back-to-back losses. They weren't necessarily terrible performances. You lose right, to Kansas City, right. lose in overtime the following week, which is actually on a short week. And this, to me, people freaking out about the Cowboys this week at – before the Patriots game, is another example to me of how we never accurately discuss or rank the Cowboys. By any fair metric, they are at worst one of the six best teams in the league. At worst one of the six best teams in the league. What? I mean, I think they are, but I I wouldn't say like Absolutely. Okay, like, if you don't have them in the top six, you're crazy. They just yeah. lost to Arizona. Yeah, I understand. And as you have talked about for the better part of the, our entire television relationship, even great teams have terrible games. Mm-hmm. And th- th- this was maybe the Cowboys were being overrated slightly before the Cardinals game. But now people acting like, oh, can't trust them. We, you know, there's no reason. This team won back-to-back. 12 win seasons, Mm -hmm. last year won a playoff game, and even in the Cardinals game, moved the football. When you were talking about you and Dusty's metrics for F games, one of them they didn't check off, which was inability to move the football. It was very simple. You moved the football against the Cardinals. They couldn't. I should hope so. But they they did. You're saying you should hope so. My point is they... Couldn't punch it in in the red zone. Mm-hmm. They were down three offensive linemen. Dak made a bad mistake at the end. But honestly, even if he doesn't make that mistake, they probably they lose. lose. I don't foresee a scenario where the Patriots beat them if for no other reason than the Patriots don't beat good teams. Like, Wilds is a diehard Patriot fan. Since Mac Jones took over, since the wind game, do you have a favorite Patriots win? You probably don't. Because they're all black or against bad teams. We'll take what we can get. And so the Lions I, went. The, we had a big win against the with, Lions with Zappy. I said with Mac. It was a with, defensive. Yeah, it was twenty-nine nothing. And so I just I don't foresee this team getting wrecked by the or losing to the Patriots. And even if they really miss Stephon, or Trayvon Diggs, that won't matter this week because the Patriots can't throw the. Football. Well, that's an issue. We'll, so, we'll get to that in a second. Here's the thing. If it's going to be an F game, it's going to be because of Christian Gonzalez. It's like I don't like to give too much credence to your dreams, mm-hmm. but Christian Gonzalez, uh, Defensive Rookie of the Month, right. here's his statistics against Tyreek. Tyreek didn't go crazy on us. He had a little goal line touchdown, but eh, yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, and shut down Garrett Wilson, too. You might say that's because Zach Wilson was throwing the ball. But Christian Gonzalez is going to be great. And if he's draped all over CeeDee Lamb and Dak tries to force him the ball, that's a good sign. And if we get out to an early lead, 
We have never lost a lead all year. Now, granted, we only had the lead against the Jets. <laughs> okay, that's but a ridiculous it, but stat. If we got out to that's an early a lead, ridiculous stat. If we get out to an early lead, the Cowboys are going to start to freak out. Why? Just like because I just watched it happen in Arizona the, that they got down a little bit and they're like, oh, oh, getting nervous. Getting I nervous. don't think they got nervous. I they think did. they got they outplayed just, by the oh, Cardinals. How? You think they got nervous? Yeah. They, I think they I think overlooked their, the card. Yes, I agree and with they you. Will I not, I'm with. I t- I'm leaning on. I'm not leaning. I'm picking Dallas. Yeah, I mean, I. They're not going to overlook the Patriots. Drew, do you agree with me that the Patriots would have a better chance if the Cowboys had won last yes, week? Absolutely. That's like there. There are these moments where yeah. you do get full of yourself. You beat a team forty nothing. You beat Especially a team Dallas. thirty to ten. You're playing a team that everyone says is tanking. That you just saw blow a you know a twenty point mm-hmm. halftime lead to the Giants. You're like okay. We, you know, we don't have to be locked right. in because they lost. They're going to be focused, and the Patriots can't move the ball. We can move the ball. We can't punch it in. Okay, uh, Nick, you were very adamant if the Patriots win in Dallas falls to two and two. Yeah, you would, can't win the Super Bowl. So, are you going wow. to get a new pick? What are you going to do on Monday? Yeah, well, it, we'll start to produce what do Monday. You mean? What are you talking about? If the if, Patriots win, you get a new team. What are you going to do? Well, listen, the, the we, when we do our picks. If your team is eliminated, you obviously, if you want to have another pick, you pick one. Now, now you don't get any bragging rights about it. Mm-hmm. Like when, in 2022, when Brew was adamant the Suns were going to win the title and then they got eliminated <laughs> and he picked the Warriors. Like, you get no bragging rights about play. it. Yeah. Is that what the finals no bragging, you actually, you get no bragging you rights about it, but you'll have, listen, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, Boston and Golden State. I don't know. We were in Zoom. Yeah, I know. Pandemic. I know. I remember. The Cowboys will be dead. I, it's one of the reasons I'm so confident this week. So if you're asking me, will I still come out here Monday and be like, you know what? Cowboys can still make the Super Bowl. No. Because if you lose in consecutive weeks to Josh Dobbs and Mac Jones, you're not a Super Bowl team. If you lose in consecutive weeks as touchdown plus favorites, unless your quarterback got hurt or something aberrant happened, you're not a Super Bowl team. Last week, we can chalk up to overlooking the opponent, the emotional kind of fatigue of having digs go down in Uh. practice days before the game, which Wilds can ah, but I think is a real thing. You can chalk that up to, hey, week three, we saw the Chiefs lose to the Colts last year. Weird things happen. You can, But you cannot lose back-to-back games as a huge favorite and still consider yourself Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl team. Just like I said, Brew, if the Bills lose in week four and five to the Giants, if they lose to the Giants and then the next week lose to Mac Jones and the Patriots, we're going to say, Bills, not as good as we thought they were. The same applies to the, Patriots, to the Cowboys. Uh, look, I, I, Nick's been singing this song all week. Because it's correct. And, and I've been trying to figure out what in the world is Nick doing. Mm. See? Okay. Since the loss to Arizona on Sunday, he's been talking about this in definitive terms. Yes. yes. If they lose, can't win the yes. Super Bowl. If they lose, not a Super Bowl team, even when I give him evidence. You in 2018, no that is New England lost to two up. bad teams. Drew, they, the Lions, Drew. I can't remember who the other okay, one was. Jacksonville. They both, Jacksonville. Jacksonville they both won six or fewer games. Drew, it was a two-point spread against the Jags who were coming okay. off an AFC championship. Those no specifics. But I'm trying to figure out what he's doing. I think I figured it out. Because oh, it, led me, it led me to go into the bylaws the last does night. It these now, days. Nick is watching the Cowboys like the rest of us. And he's watching the 49ers, too. And I am not worried about the 49ers. I think Flatly. inside, he thinks the Niners are the best I team. I do not think I'm not going to pick Philly because I did. 
I, he I, thinks the Niners are the team in the NFC. I do not. And so I got into the bylaws wilds last night after the game, and I was stunned at what I found. And you know I'm an expert on the bylaws. You are not. And not I still either. found an article that I had no idea was there, and this is what Nick it's, is doing. He Here it is. Though frown, this is this is section R eighteen. Well, I thought you were the Article four seventeen X. Okay. Yeah. Can I read that? Put it up yeah, bigger. Just put it like up bigger. He's an old Though man. frowned upon and generally regarded as skullduggery. Okay. A panelist yeah. is allowed a single mulligan on one of their preseason Super Bowl predictions in the event. Yeah. That the potentially jettisoned team, in this case, the Cowboys, True. loses consecutive contests to wretched, forlorn opponents who are better than one-score underdogs. Remember, that's his key prior to week five. Uh -huh. Got it. Nick knew. That's why he keeps like, fo focusing on big underdogs. They got to be one more than the touchdown underdogs. not as good as he we thought they were. So next, come Monday, he can say, "All right, let me tell you I'm, something." I'm calling on this bylaw, and I'm let going me, with Let me tonight. tell you <laughs> something very, very clearly. I will well, no right. longer believe the Cowboys can make the Super Bowl so if they lose make to the Patriots. Pick. I will not on Monday be picking the San Francisco 49ers. I also, by the way, will not be abandoning my Super Bowl pick for two reasons. One is, Wilds, what do they call me as you take a drink of your mocha latte? Mr. Consistent. Thank you, sir. And the other reason is, they're not going to lose. But how? The Patriots don't beat good teams. Brew, do you agree? Even if you, because you said at the beginning of the year there were three NFC teams, and then you yes. elevated the Lions as one of them, and they looked good the, yesterday. The the, that were legitimate contenders. Yes. Do you agree? Even after last week, the Cowboys are a good team. Yes. Patriots don't be good teams. We know right. that. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I hope it's been do. three years. We'll they don't be good teams. I, I think Meanwhile, let's check in on Mac Jones, who has the tenth most yards in the league and the same amount of touchdowns as Josh Allen. Well, the mainstream media won't tell you that. Okay. Problem is, Mayor Fair here. Only one win, and it was a close one against the Jets. It's more likely Mac is the reason the Pats win or lose. Brew, you want to go here? Help me out. I hate to say it, Wiles. Lose. He's not going to be the reason they win. If they so win, silly. it'll be great defense, a solid, strong running game. Cowboys and F Mac game. maybe making the play. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a Cowboys F game. They lose yeah. this. It, it'll be Mac, you know, maybe making a play here or there. That's it. He might throw a touchdown, but him leading them the victory, the reason they won, no. He could very well be the reason they lose because the defense could play tough. Their run game could still be strong, and they could lose because Mac couldn't force the ball downfield, make any big plays with his arm. Okay. Go ahead, Wiles. Sorry. You know what they school. call me, the mayor of fair. Uh -huh. Not 100% wrong there. Yeah. Not 100% wrong. Here's Mac Jones uh, by passing depth. Short passes. Hey, little gimmies. Sure. Yes, that's pretty good. Middle. Who's been telling you Not this? bad. Deep. Really bad. Who's been telling you this for three years? <laughs> well, you know what? We gotta pass, so we have to catch the ball, too. Little, some of these are catchable balls you that are being no dropped. But if Bill O'Brien's taking shots. They're just not being caught or not being thrown well. So yeah. I'm losing my patience with this a little bit. Okay. I'm like a tough father. I'm not going to be like, hey, great job, two for 16. Right. Yeah. No, man, throw the ball to Can the I just receivers be, uh, listen, and let them catch it. I believe it or not, even though Wilds ridicules me, you know, has signed up for countless YouTube burner accounts to, you know, countless. mock me. Like seven. <laughs> no, I, I want Wilds to ooh, 
be happy. I want Wilds to be able to enjoy his Sundays. And that is why I want him to, at some point... Oh, he tried to sell me this bill of goods. Not abandon... He's going to... He's leaning towards abandoning the Patriots and Bill Belichick before abandoning Mac Jones. It makes no sense. And even if you think I have him underrated when I said yesterday he's not one of the 25 best quarterbacks in the league, even if you think that's unfair, we all know... That at no point in his career will he be better than Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, Tua, Trevor. That's seven. What? In his run comments. the numbers on Trevor. Okay, Stop you know what? Trevor. Fine. You know what? Okay, that's, run the numbers on Trevor. Okay, that's fine. You <laughs> think, home, run the that's numbers. That's fine. Okay, take Trevor out of it. Let's, that, that's six. That's six. I think C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson are at least unknowns. At least unknowns. But let, let's give Mac the benefit of the Lots doubt. Lots of people on that. are unknown. Hold on. Trey Lance unknown. Wait. Let's let's give let's give Mac the benefit of the doubt on that. If your quarterback's absolute best case scenario ceiling, which involves being better than actual royalty, is seventh best in the conference, it is better to turn the page. It is who's mentoring Shador Sanders? Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Who, where is he projected to go? Ah, middle of the first round of the draft. That's what Wild should be focused on this. The quarterback Wild should be focused on this weekend is Shador Sanders, not Mac Jones. No. Okay. Uh, Coming up next, Coach Mangini tells us the Jets have a chance against the Chiefs. Next on First Things First on the Fox Sports Channel Series XM. Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef-crafted, never-frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Variety? They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals? Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook, or clean up. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 and use code firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code firstthingsfirst50 at factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Uh, Back to football, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift all in New York for Sunday night's matchup against the Jets. Line is at 8.5, was 9.5, all of a sudden came down a point. Hmm. Criticism cannon, taking aim at Zach Wilson from fans and team legends alike. Here's Zach on recent criticism from Joe Namath. Take a listen. He's passionate. He's obviously was, you know, one of the greats. And so uh, 
you know, us as an offense, we got to do everything we can just to, to try and prove them wrong, keep doing what we can and uh, improve. I think the guys are feeling very optimistic. You know, we all believe in each other. We're all right there. So excited, excited for this week. Obviously, Joe is an unbelievable player, but this locker room is very tight-knit, and we're working to get better. I'm working to get better. I know I need to improve, and I promise I'm doing everything I can to keep trying to get better. I mean, what wilds? He's just they turned him into a robot. Well, no. Now he's just a robot. You don't like those well, quotes? You thought that was heartfelt? No, I think it was better than last year. I know, but now we've, we've, we've overcorrected. Uh, Joe's a great guy. I just... but oh, you, hey, he said, he said, he wanted, you he said he's done with me. I'm to- <laughs> you think it, that would really help him in the New York area? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> with the fans? That'll, no, that'll no. endear you. <laughs> Any chance Zach Wilson proves the doubters wrong? No. I mean, listen, he's being asked to do something he can't do. Wild, do you know how to unicycle? <laughs> no. What, I'm just Working curious. How would you feel if every Sunday they were like, Fox was like, here's the deal. This week, in front of 75,000 people on national television, you're going to unicycle. And you're like, Jesus, man. They're like, it's what we need you to do. You're like, I guess I'll try. My unicycle and pro then, day was sick. And then you would get out there and be like, I don't know how to do this. I can't do this. I don't. They're still asking me to do this. He can't do this. Yes, he can. No. No, he Coach, cannot. I, he can, hold on. He, he was the number two pick. Though. Yeah, I'm just he saying. He cannot play NFL quarterback. Oh, but Trey Lance he, is just a no, diamond in the rough. No, he, he you say Lance. you want to see more of Trey Lance. And I like. It. I'm saying Zach Wilson. We have seen the 26 ball. games of Zach Wilson. We have seen three games in a drive of Trey Lance, and all I've ever said it's an unknown. This is a known. I know what's in this cup of coffee. I don't know what's in that one. It might be poison, but it's an unknown. This is delicious coffee. I know that. And and it's not fair to Zach. It is more, first of no, all. No, it's fair it, to him. I He's know the that's what the money's the for. I get it. But it's just, it is more likely that we see Tim Boyle this weekend than Zach proves the doubters wrong. It is more likely this is his last start ever. Then yeah. it is we that he proves doubters wrong. I think, Coach, I think he would have a better chance if this game were in Kansas City. Because I think when the home crowd turns against you, That's it can be one. demoralizing in a way that if you're on the road, they're always. So I just, I'm not, again, I'm not, I know it sounds incredibly harsh, and it is. But it's just the honest truth. I've watched the kid play for three years. He can't do this. You know, I don't really know what it's like to have the crowd in New York turn against you. <laughs> it, it, it is a little bit, uh, it's a little unsettling. It, they, they, get a little bit, they can get a little bit loud. I don't think the unicycle comparison is fair because he was the number three unicycler right. in, in the draft. Right. He unicycled in college pretty successfully. A lot of people felt like he could unicycle. And to say a guy can't improve, that's not, that's not but fair But he's going either. in the wrong direction. I, I understand that. But a lot of people said Geno Smith couldn't play, and he's done pretty well. And, and look, it took more time, and I know we're asking him to do this, this right now. In terms of proving the doubters wrong, I don't think, unless he can somehow have Aaron Rodgers you know, come into his body and take over his body. That's the only thing that's going to make people in New York happy because that's what they wanted. They wanted Aaron Rodgers, and now now he's there. Can he go and, and play a uh, successful enough game to, to beat Kansas City? I don't think that's out of the question. Is, it going to be, is he going to light it up? Is he going to prove everybody wrong with some gigantic game? I don't think so, but I, I think he could play well enough to, to get the win. Mm. 
I'm not going to be as cruel and mean spirited as Nick was. <laughs> it's brutal. He, yeah, it was that was brutal. He's Honest. right though. He, I mean, he, no, he can't prove Joe Namath wrong. He certainly can't prove it this weekend. And I do agree. I don't expect to see Tim Boyle, but all of those scenarios you painted, there is more of a likelihood that this is Zach's last start than that he goes out there and throws for 250 yards. I'm not even saying 300. 250 yards this weekend. He doesn't have to win, obviously, but plays really well against them. They got one of the top defenses in the league, mm. okay? And he looks I, – I mean, Geno played poorly, obviously. We've seen quarterbacks play poorly. Zach looks scared. He looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. He looks like he doesn't want to be out there. Yeah. He's missing the when there are open receivers, he's missing them. All right? He doesn't throw it, you know, he's not throwing guys open. He's not even trying. Okay, the guys got to be wide open for him even to release the ball. He's scared, and I, I feel sorry for him. But it, I mean, it's what he's called to do, and he's getting paid handsomely to do it. But I feel bad for him because he looks terrified. But just on that point, because I, I agree with you, he looks terrified. And he said in the Patriots game the goal was to have no turnovers. Is that hurting him at this point? Because I'm trying, like, like Nick said, this is your last game, dude. Get out there and throw the ball. We've seen you throw the ball. Like, move just if you throw three interceptions, so be it. Go out on your shield. Don't just be like, ah, oh, I'm too scared to throw anything, run in the wrong direction, get no, sacked. I, look, I, I understand that, but nothing will turn the, the crowd and the team against them quicker than him throwing a silly turnover. Yeah, like if he's, stuck. If he's taking unrealistic <laughs> chances, that, that's going to that's gonna fire everybody up. And, and you've got to manage the game. You've got to, you, they've got good running backs. They've got to establish that. They've got to give him easy completions. They've got to get some confidence early. You can throw screen. There's a lot of things that you can do to try to manage the process. But if you put him in a position to fail, then why are you expecting him to fail or to succeed? Can I ask you one quick X's and O's type of question? What do you think Steve Spagnuolo is going to do? against a young, uh, rattled, unsettled quarterback. Well, look, Steve Spagnuolo lights up everybody. Exactly. And then he'll light him up even more. So there's opportunities. Knowing that going in, you should throw a bunch of screens. You should throw wide receiver screens, screens to the back, hard counts. Try to slow that down. Try to take advantage of all those Kansas City Chiefs that are licking their lips thinking, okay, I'm going to tear this. Okay, come on, bring it. And then, you know, try to take advantage of their aggressiveness. Just quickly, another a coordinator question. Nat Hackett, can he cook something up? No. No? I mean, no. he was the laughing stock last year. No. Got a fresh start with Aaron Rodgers. That didn't work. Sean Payton made fun of him. Now it's like, no chance? Nat Hackett can Can I tell you, if he has, if he I mean, has. Nat Hackett at this point last year was like two and two one. Two and one. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, he never gave up 70 points. I, he got like, it done with Blake Bortles. So he, 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 okay. has, he has accomplished a certain amount in the league hey. in order to become a head coach. And, you know, however we want to frame his success or failure last year, we can but, frame it. But he does have ability. Totally true. When I said no, I want to make it clear. If he has anything special saved, it's for next week against Sean Payton. It's oh, not for this week. If there is that's like, oh, this, they're not gonna, I'm not putting this on tape. I am waiting to make someone look bad. It's right. not for this week. Like it's that. for next week. That's not bad. Uh, uh, Balling water this week. <laughs> yeah. Let's look at the Kansas City side of the ball. Mm. Uh, last week, when it was Chiefs-Bears, you yeah. said the game was basically practice yeah. for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You said it kind of flippantly, but you made some cogent points. Yeah, and I was right about all of it. it. 
you know, get the offense moving, figure out who your number two pass catcher is going to be, et yeah. cetera. Is this also a practice game? Yeah, it is, and they're going to need it because, according to my esteemed colleagues, preseason picks, we have a gauntlet coming up. I don't know if we can show you the Chiefs' schedule, but, I mean, this week we have the Jets, who was one of Bruce's teams, but he abandoned them. Next when week, they had next week, week, next week, next week we have Wilds double down upon Ooh. Super Bowl pick. Nice. Then we have two games against the Broncos, who, if you remember, our dear friend Greg Jennings said, guaranteed Denver would win one and maybe two. And the Chargers, another one of Wilds' playoff teams. So we got a really tough next five. So we got to tighten some things up over the ne- this week <laughs> I in, you were against too the Jets. About that, well, too flippant. The about Vikings what? can score. The Chargers can score. Yeah. Uh, who else? And there was yeah, they're, they're going to be massive points. favorites in every game they play until they play. I hope. I Dolphins hope Kansas City is, is viewing it that way. I hope that the what? linebacker who's giggling in the locker room. Willie about, Gay was trying about to be nice. Giggling in the locker room about how how bad the Jets are and they only can run the ball. You know who else took a, a, an opponent for granted? The Dallas Cowboys. They Thank took you. an opponent for granted. And this Jets team did beat the Bills in an emotional in an emotional game. Yes. And if anybody's in that locker room who's not ready to bow up. And, and and do something about the, this narrative about how bad the team is, okay. then that's that's, see, that's more what I want to see. That's more problematic than just the quarterback. If you've got a Super Bowl caliber roster, and I know Aaron Rodgers is a big component of that, but all the other pieces were in place too, or most of them were in place, then bow up a little bit and and silence some can, of these people. Can, can, can I tell? Can, can I tell? You? I like it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I like. I look. That could help the defense. It could help the offensive line. It can help the running backs. The, I don't think it can help Zach Wilson, though. Him, him being like, yeah, we're going to go prove him wrong. Like, he can't him, – him being overly emotional, even if Aaron Rodgers is there, I don't think any of that will help him. Uh, but I, Nick is right. I mean, There's, what you got to practice on is your receiver. Yeah, exactly. It's a great – that's a great opportunity. They don't have to worry about the opponent scoring too many points. So work They're going against a good defense. Yep. So they can really experiment and work on some things. That's exactly And right. see what they're – who's – what receiver's going to show I mean, that's himself. That's what they're going to do. Special. I mean, they're, they're, they're activating six wide receivers for these games. They're working them all in. They threw see the first pass of the game to Justin Ross last week. Rache Rice, the rookie, got more involved. Sky Moore at his second straight solid, not spectacular, but solid game. But there's two things I'm very excited for for this game, if I may, just quickly. One is for the national audience to get to know two second-year players in Trent McDuffie and George Karloftis, the two first-round picks the Chiefs had. They got one of them for the – they got Trent McDuffie because of the Tyreek Hill trade. He right now, according to Wilds, dear friends at Pro Football Focus, is the best corner in the NFL through three weeks. That'll be fun, and I want to see if Chris Collinsworth apologizes for making Jawan Taylor, our poor right tackle, a marked man across (laughs) the NFL. Is that Thursday night game. Come on. I mean, we've been watching Lane Johnson do it all year. No no, no flags. Poor Juwan Taylor <laughs> getting persecuted. That's on, that's on Collinsworth. The rule. Collinsworth, Collinsworth you got blood on your hands he on this was, one, he man. He was like three yards so into the back. back. It's on it Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Even though they scored 70 points last week, Dolphins head into Orchard Park as three-point underdogs. Bill's defense has been stout. Got four interceptions off of my guy Sam Howell last week. Here's the tail of the tape between the teams. Uh, first and second in points, first and eighth in yards for Buffalo's. Buffalo's defense, excellent, but then again, they didn't play the Chargers, and they were never up by 50 points. <laughs> so, Nick, do the Bills deserve to be three-point favorites? Yeah, I think this line's exactly where it's supposed to be. Hmm. Uh, and this is the most interesting game of the weekend. Absolutely. Because the question is, can Buffalo effectively get to Tua? Like what the, the the Bills have been excellent getting to opposing quarterbacks. Tua and Patrick Mahomes this year have been each sacked the same amount of times Aaron Rodgers once for everybody. It's for, wild. for Tua and Mahomes though they've played the, the all three of their games. I guess they both you know went to the bench early, but you know what I mean. Right. So, but Tua's getting the ball out lightning fast right. and still throwing the ball big chunks mm-hmm. down the field, not the bombs, but ten to fifteen yards down the field, and. What I am really interested in for this Dolphins team, either starting with this game or at some point, is last year everybody thinks, okay, the Dolphins are rolling, Tua got hurt, it derailed their season. It's not exactly right. Dolphins are rolling, Tua got hurt, then he came back, they started rolling again, and before he got hurt again, the Niners and the Chargers played Miami in back-to-back weeks. They, uh, What Coach always says is mug the receivers. You say we want to punch, we don't want to dance. And... It totally threw off the Dolphins' timing, and they looked totally beatable. Then Tua got hurt, and they were absolutely beatable. Mm-hmm. I, teams, Brew, aren't doing that because they're afraid of Tyreek right. not getting jammed and just running free downfield. But if you have a pass rush and you can throw off the Dolphins' timing, I think this team can look vulnerable. Now, I, I picked them to win the division, so I believe in the Miami Dolphins, but I'm really interested in that dynamic of this game. Look, you get three points for being at home, so I understand the line, but I, look, Buffalo's defense, I, I don't think they're going to get to Tua. Um, I don't think they've played great competition. They lost to the Jets. All right, They beat Washington, which only Wilds thought Washington was going to be really good, Fair. and then the Raiders. All right, So they really haven't played by Jordan Poirier is out. Micah Hyde's got like a bad hamstring, even though he's going to play. So even though they got a good pass rush, two is so quick with the release that I don't think they're going to be sacking him. So I think that Miami, I'll I'll get to it later, but I I like Miami in this game. Um, And they're a tough matchup for Buffalo. Remember last year, they beat them with Tua. Then they lost to him. And then they almost they played them tough in the playoffs with Skylar Thompson, their third-string quarterback. So they're a tough matchup for Buffalo. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if Miami wins this game. Yeah, I like the line. I think three, three is the, the home team edge. And, and when you look at it, Buffalo is more balanced than Miami. And, and defensively, it's not just the sacks. It's also the turnovers. And Buffalo can run the ball more effectively than, than Miami's run the ball. And Miami's defense is, what, 24th against the rush. So collectively, they're – 
they're they're better. I don't think they're significantly better, but I think collectively they're they're better. Okay. And do you have a tape coach? Or the, I yeah. Let I me, reluctantly you told me it's a, against the Patriots, <laughs> which I didn't want to show, but well, I, look, <laughs> I worked on. I, I just so. I, I think it's important. We were talking about what they do really well and how they create problems and and the shifting, the motioning, the formationing, and I thought this is a really good example. And this is also an example of someone trying to get to Tua. So Miami's in an empty set, so there's nobody in the backfield, and they've got a bunch up top, three close receivers, and they've got stacked receivers down here, which is a problem in man-to-man defense. New England's going to bring two guys to the B-gap. One of them's going to come clean, so it should get home. They've got Tyreek down here at the bottom, and they're, they're isolating him here, and they've got combo coverage. The, the, the Patriots have combo coverage, and when they motion this tight end out, that's going to take the cornerback out of the mix. The cornerback is going to cover the slow guy, and then that tape puts Kyle Duggar, the safety, man-to-man now on Tyreek Hill. Not only that, but he's man-to-man. Look at his leverage. He's got that hard inside leverage. Right. So this motion happens so quickly. You've got to be in combo because they're in stack. The motion happens quickly, pulls the corner out. The leverage is so far inside. Now you've got a safety against their best receiver against a quick route. You can't match it. And so even though you're bringing pressure, you can't get home. And it's a lot of stuff. It's it's the empty formation. It's the bunch. It's the stack. It's the quick motion. It's the quick st- All those things combined give you give you uh, multiples of multiples defensively that, that you have to adjust to quickly. And then their receivers are so fast that you're not, you know, you, you can't there, match it. Yeah, but when if we just ran that back, I think you made a mistake on the B gap there. I think you misidentified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mountain climbing aficionados. I'm glad you pointed that out. I'm going to fix that. Want to know if there's a chance Tua or Josh Allen Okay. Mostly Tua in my book. It's a fair question. It is very fair. Could he do anything okay. to leap Mahomes? Uh, suppose, uh, let's just say, suppose, suppose Mahomes has a Mahomesian mediocre game. What is, like so that's the thing. So, so, so that's the thing. People, you coach was making the case that Mahomes should slip from the top spot in a game that he played perfectly, and they were up 34 nothing at halftime. Mm-hmm. Wilds, did you like? Daniel Day-Lewis's performance in, in Gangs of New York, oh, Bill yeah. the Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't – so Adrian Brody won the Best uh, best Actor Oscar that year for The the Pianist. Okay. Who was the who's the best actor in the world at that time and any time, really? Wow. It was still Daniel Day-Lewis. One great performance, as long as the other guy is still performing at his level, does not change things. This is not the MVP mountain. Wow. This is not – the, the, the quarterback ranking 1 through 35 based on last week. What if he's wow. 70? Did you like the sound of music? Come on. Well, it's about his relevance. It, it doesn't mean anything. Hey, Wilds, do you like... Do you like uh, Who's the best quarterback so, do you in like the world? Do you like solar eclipses? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who's the best quarterback like in the world? gladiator movies? Oh, like, what, what do Who's you want? the best quarterback in the world? It's renamed Tua's Tower. It's rebranded okay, earlier well. this week. But this is one of those things that it doesn't matter what Tua does. Mahomes was great does. on Sunday. Here's the thing, Mahomes was great We agree, or at least I agree, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the okay, world. Okay, let's and go to commercial. But hold on. Burrow is not, where is that? 15th, 12th, whatever. You would admit Burrow's not the 12th best or 10th best, whatever right. that is, in the world. So why is he there? You know what I mean? Like, so if you're going to. Why do you drive to your. You don't think the prince. You don't think the prince is the sixth 
seventh best quarterback in the no, league? He's playing you like think it. he's best? So oh, if, oh, if two is playing like, like the best yeah. quarterback he's not. in the league, Mahomes really? is playing like the best two quarterback. Two is not in the playing better. Who's having a better year right now? Tua or Mahomes? A better year overall? Who yeah. had a better week but, last week? No, thank you. Tua did not, not have a better week than Mahomes last week. He just didn't. Tua did not who, have a better week than Mahomes. If you had an MVP vote, it's who not be right MVP now? Mountain. But it tells you he's having a better year. I got him tongue tied. Tua is having the better year. You know it. So he should be at the top. That is not what it is. It's not hot or not. It's coordinator. The Bears? Oh, yeah. And the Broncos are in in array. What are we talking about? The Broncos last year were one of the top defenses. Last year. When Mahomes went 2-0 against them. Now we go to that. We fast forward to the Bears. There's all kinds of stuff going on. You've got to shift defensive coordinators yep. in the middle of the week and you're like he had right. they're up 34 nothing at halftime listen guys if you want Patrick Mahomes slide down the mountain there will have to be like most mountaintop changes a seismic event there has not been one it, it can't Everyone happen score si- 70 is pretty seismic Tua's, okay. it doesn't get more seismic okay right so now. you it would have him at the top right happen. now yeah even okay. though I think Mahomes is a better quarterback yes up. I'm Saturday a must win for USC the hottest we're segment. not playing must win weekend must win weekend coming up after the break What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Coming up next, it's the hottest segment in all of sports. It's upset alert. There's Broussard and me holding a football. And then <laughs> you still in it. Nick's picks. Red hot. Hot. Winning week. I knew it. We needed it. Bounce back. Uh, it's time now for a segment that only half the staff likes. It's must win weekend. What's the half? I think one quarter. Me and a few other people like it. (laughs) Again, it's not must win because these teams would be mathematically eliminated if they lost. We get it. Everyone's alive. There's a lot of football to play. It's just a feeling. It's just a sense. The only way I can describe it is like must win. Okay. (laughs) Starting off. First up, let's go across the pond. Oh, Jacksonville one and two on the year. Plays the Falcons, Trevor Lawrence, in front of his constituents in jolly old London town. So, Nick, we'll start with you for this hot segment because I know you love it. Must win? No. What? It's not a must win. Now, by Brew's reaction, it sounds like he thinks it is, which means if the Jags lose, Brew will have set a record by abandoning two of his playoff teams before we hit October. Even I didn't see that coming. Listen, I believe the Jags will win. However... 
I, I, you guys also know I think the Falcons are a good team with massive question at quarterback. The quarterback plays well. Mm-hmm. They can be anyone. We've seen the Jaguars overcome far worse than a 1-3 and three start, and I am a little anxious about Trevor having to get hundreds of tickets for all his family in London and whether or not that's going to be a distraction for him. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say no. It's not a must win. You clearly weren't listening to Wilds in the intro. It's not about, oh, if they lose, they're out. They're not going to make the playoffs. Nothing to do with that. It's spiritual, yeah. psychological. Mm-hmm. What what would a loss do to them? What this would be their third straight loss. They just lost to the hapless Houston Texans. Who, yeah, they're playing a little bit better football. But still, you're supposed to be a playoff team? You're supposed to be a contender for the AFC championship game? And you're losing three straight games? They did no, it last year. It can, yeah, but they, they weren't a contender. They were to get in the, to the final team. eight? Nobody believed in them. Uh, they, they got to win this game. Correct. Yeah, to me, this is, what, this Absolutely. Is about, this is about Atlanta. Like, Desmond Ritter's got to play better. He's just got to play better. He's got to. You got B. John Robinson. You got Kyle Pitts. You got Drake London. And since we're going with feeling, you got a guy named London. You're playing in London. <laughs> Atlanta's got the edge. That's, that's it. Like. That's I know you did edge. those tape breakdowns. Yeah. That's what Forget I like. Get it. London, <laughs> London, in London. London. Boom. That's what I like. Head to it. Chicago. They got to win. In what some have called the Caleb Williams Bowl, battle of two winless teams. Broncos actually favored in this one. Justin Fields, meanwhile, looking to get back on track. Otherwise, he's just out here looking like Trevor Lawrence, you know, in the draft class. Nick, the rare, and this is this is what must-win fans live for, the rare double must-win? <laughs> it is actually a double must-lose. Sean Payton and Everflew should go to midfield before the game, shake hands, and then just kneel it out for three hours, <laughs> give them both the chance. Like, listen. Caleb's the only path forward for both of these teams. I told you the Bears' path forward. Draft Caleb with the number one overall pick after you lose this game. You have the reverse tiebreaker with Denver, which you could use. Draft Marvin Harrison Jr. with the pick you're going to get from Carolina. Take Ben Johnson as innovative play calling from divisional rival Detroit. We saw it last night. In the offseason, you're good to go. Denver, on the other hand, they, they guarantee another $37 million of Russell Wilson's money on the fifth day of the offseason. So they need to know that they can cut him. You split up the $85 million in dead money over two years. Mm. You take your medicine. Well, you got to do it. You got to do it or else you guarantee another 40 to him. And you draft Caleb Williams. They both need to lose. It's a double must lose. Wow. I got to be honest, man. I don't think Nick gets the spirit of the game. I hate the game. This is a must win for the Denver Broncos. There we go. Not for Chicago. They're horrible. We know that. And they might get Caleb. Denver, Sean Payton's running his mouth about that was the worst coaching job ever last year. And if they lose to a Bears team that's lost 13 straight games, coming off a 50-point loss where you gave up 70, you could argue that when your defense goes from top 10 to last, that this is the worst coaching job in league history through four games, Sean Payton absolutely, positively has to win this game. I, I, I don't know. Win. I don't know what's worse, losing, giving up 70 or losing 13 in a row. But I'm gonna go with 13 in a row. Chicago, this is a must-win. Must-win okay. for them. And there's wow. turmoil. People are breaking into the stadium. Like, <laughs> got to, they got to win. Yeah. they got to win. The must-win Reddit is like on fire yeah, they right have now. Got the to double must-win. <laughs> Meanwhile, the winless oh, Vikings in I'm Carolina. Set on this one. Come on, Minnesota. Some smart people have you going to the Super Bowl. Justin Jefferson, 
fan of the show. Oh. Take a listen. Is he? Here's something familiar. I feel like um, at, at this point, I feel like we're playing great ball. Uh, it's just the turnovers that are really killing our drives, killing our momentum. Um, so I feel like we just need to change that. I feel like once we win that, the turnover battle, I feel like the games will come out differently. That's what I've been screaming. That's good. That's what I've been saying. Good analysis. He loves the show. <laughs> Shout out to you, Justin. We're going to send you some. You know I send Justin Jefferson wow. a first things first mug. Are you, is, this about, is this about the Vikings being a must win? Must win? Wild. Yeah. Were they on must-win weekend last week? Yes, they were. Did it they was a lose? double must-win, remember? Did they lose? <laughs> Here's the thing. Did it's they a lose? double must-win. So did they lose? He, he won't engage the game. Yeah, they now, lost. Wilds, what's your big thing about a Super Bowl or bust? There is no, no bust, that's not, right? That's, that's what you're like, how is it a bust if there's no bust? So are they supposed if to you get could kicked lose? out of the league? No, but they're they kicked out of this stupid segment. I don't get it. <laughs> must-win. They lost summer. their must-win. I know. So you. So now the stakes are getting high. That was really a must-win. <laughs> Must win square. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just move on. Anything highest. This Nick won't cap. play right, fair. It's absolutely a must win. Thank you. He gets it. It was no. a must win last week. Right, it's we a must go. win Coach, this week. we got to go to Colorado. No no that was a must win, obviously. Finally, USC in Colorado. Caleb Williams, 15 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Barely plays all the games because they're up ahead uh, by so much. Looking to go back-to-back Heismans. Just saw Oregon roll the Buffaloes. So USC, now listen, now listen, must win by a lot. This is, a, this <laughs> nice. is yeah. actually a must win for USC. By a lot? I don't care about that part of it. Really? It's, no, a, I, must, I, I it's a must, no. They got USC has four games left against teams ranked in the top 11. At Notre Dame, home for Utah, who beat them twice last year. Home for Washington at Oregon. Caleb's trying to do the impossible win his second straight Heisman, and USC is trying to do the impossible, win the national championship without fielding a defense. That is going to, the only way to do it is if they put it on Colorado. So, yes, this actually, Wilds, is a must win. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. But it's a must win by a lot. It's a must score 60. I don't care if it's 60 And give up 50? 50? Yeah, no. they're going to do Oregon that. just stomped Colorado, okay? Oregon's number nine, uh, USC's number eight. USC dropped three, three. Yeah, if you're trying to get to the playoffs, they they're going to play That's Oregon. what they're trying to do. They just got to They just Oregon. dropped three slots because they were unimpressive in a victory over Arizona State. They need to be impressive. Yeah, Coach I, said yesterday, style points matter in college football. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, you got a hundred year streak you're defending. You, you need style points like mm-hmm. Mahomes Mountain. It's all make believe. So you got to win big and and you know <laughs> hope hope it affects if the voters. If they win by a point. As long as they beat Oregon, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. That does make sense. Of course, no, but, it makes but sense. But there are other games that will come in the play. All they Obviously, have to do have is a win. to play Oregon. That's must win. But that doesn't mean they'll get this into the playoffs. So up, 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 it used to be a great, great, great segment. Wild. <laughs> you did great. That's the best. Best segment of the week. That's a fantastic segment. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it's Friday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the segment that is so hot. My grandmother rubs it on her aching joints. 
it's upset alert. Now, Coach, you don't need to pick outright wins, just upsets, just alerts. It helps if you pick an outright win like I did at Cardinals uh, Cowboys last week when I was like looking at the camera. But you can do whatever you want. Thank you. The floor is yours. You know, last time I did this, I picked an epically bad pick <laughs> in the Raiders over the Buffalo Bills. That was rough. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a my favorite, but I felt good <laughs> about it. And I'm doubling down on the Raiders again. No. More McDaniels. <laughs> you just feel like they got to win The Raiders are not sassing around. Jacobs is going to get rolling this week. And can we look at Jake, Josh Jacobs' numbers, please? Can we please pull up Josh Jacobs of old versus Josh? Who doesn't even oh, want to? Look at this. So in 2022, he's at a 4.9 yard of carry average. He's at 2.4 right now with no rush TV, TDs. It's like he's been in the witness protection program, but they're going to get it figured out. They're going to get it figured out this weekend. Whether or not Jimmy G is playing or not playing, it's going to be the Josh Jacobs show. I, is there? Can I ask you a question real quick? What? Do you feel better about this <laughs> if Jimmy G doesn't play? No. I hey, would I rather might. Jimmy G play what? than not play. Okay. Why, well, I, why? No. I, I think he's counting on Brandon Staley going for fourth and 14. Okay. That's not what he does. From, that, four again, yard, gonna... from their own four. I okay. think he's counting on well, that. Well, that's the – I don't hate this left to but, play. But, but the whole, like, hey, our guy can hold out all through training camp and he's at the gym and he's working hard. He knows how to get himself ready. It doesn't work. It doesn't no. work. Like you got to be no, in camp. Yeah, but so come it, that's what I like this. So do you well, think now those first few weeks were like his training camp and he'll be back to who yeah, he was? Yeah, I think it's hard to get ready to play football without yeah, playing sure some Jones, sort of football. I mean, yeah, Chris Jones, and even though Nick didn't want to pay him. I did want to pay him. Don't yeah. you put Chargers that Chargers got to win. He's like, hey, Nick Jones, you, you don't Chris matter. Or no, no, Chris no, that's, Jones. that's not what I thought. Nick, this is a must win. But he, that's how insulting it was. No. He used to call him Nick Jones. No, he that's didn't even not know his true. name. That's not true. It's so ahead. embarrassing. I think it's a must win for the Chargers, though. That's what I'm, I'm with the Chargers. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, their coach is on the high seat. Like All right, my must win, if you see the bottom the bottom line, a little play on words if it ever gets up there. Dolphins too much. For Bills. Ooh, I, I don't right. know if we're doing puns in this segment, are we? <laughs> yeah, we, we throw them in here and there. All right, um, I, I, I said it earlier. You saw, you heard my reasoning. I think Miami has Buffalo's number. Last year, they had no business playing them tough. Buffalo was rolling, had won seven straight games to end the season, and Miami is down to their third-string quarterback and almost beat them in the playoffs. All right, obviously in Buffalo. So I, I just think that Tua's going to come out, have a big game. They, they they not only pass it well, Coach, they run it well, obviously, as Denver. So, I look, I, I, I like Buffalo, but I think Miami is rolling and they're going to get this game. Can I ask a question? I'm just going to throw one word out before you ask it because this might answer for you. <laughs> or two words. Maybe three. I am objective. Okay. Am Can I ask a question? Objective. Yeah. Okay. That, that should have um, answered it. <laughs> if you're right about this, and the Dolphins win, yeah. and they get to 4-0 and with two divisional victories. And the Bills get to 2-2 two and two with two divisional losses, including a head-to-head -head loss at home to Miami. How are the Bills going to win the division as you promised? And how are the Dolphins Promise? going to miss the playoffs? No, I, I, as you when had... Aaron Rodgers went down, mm -hmm. I 
Oh, you switched the Dolphins. I said the I'm Dolphins sorry. are That's correct. in accordance That's with correct. the bylaws. But you still have the Bills. I said the Dolphins the will make the winning playoffs. the division. So how's yeah, that going to happen? Look, you make the playoffs. It doesn't matter to me if you win the division. Oh, okay. Just get in the tournament. This guy, get in the tournament. Bro, we should just start doing our playoff picks in October so you can just have one. You, you are about to change. bail on your Super Bowl no, pick Cowboys in a, win, the so next I'm not show. About the next show. I'm not worried about that. Excellent job, bro. And although you were on the graphic. It's time to put the butts in the seats. <laughs> it's time for the Puxatani Phillip football to make his upset alert. You know that I was halfway right last week. You were halfway. not. You picked you Washington right and they lost wow. by 30. 35% right last week. How? Because I was winking at the camera. I said, Dallas, Arizona, watch out. Okay. Oh, I was an alert. It's kind of like one uh, real pick, one kind of junior varsity pick. But now the Puxatani of football is going to go on the record and say that the Patriots will outright beat the Cowboys. Mm. And I know you're saying, thinking, wow. wow, just quickly in your head, you have all these reasons why it's not going to happen. I researched those, and I would like to change your mind. First up, Mac versus Dak. Well, Dak is much better than Mac Jones, right? I mean, kind of, like a little bit, like, you know, two percentage points in the completion passes. and. But Max got more touchdowns and the passer rating, maybe. Yeah, basically the same. It's like looking in the mirror. America's team on both sides. Then you got, well, how about how about Micah Parsons? He's like Lawrence Taylor. The Patriots don't have anybody. Well, hold on a second. What about Matthew Judon with his red sleeves? These look, what the heck? I've been lied to by the national media. That I thought Micah Parsons was just great. Also, in the bottom, you don't see it. It says podcast, one to nothing. So I guess no one cares about that. <laughs> How about the defense overall? Well, it's got to be the Cowboys. Remember, uh -huh. the Cowboys have such a dominant defense. I can't stop talking about Dan Quinn. Oh, he should be a head coach. But the uh, Dallas played some tomato cans. And meanwhile, the Patriots defense had to play Jalen Hurts, held him to 170 yards, and Tua who only scored uh, one touchdown, one passing touchdown. They actually did a pretty good against us, but moral of the story, they didn't score 70 points. So moral of the story, Patriots outright over Dallas. Nick, just admit, what? some of those graphics were like, huh. I, I knew Judon was great. Judon was that good? I knew oh, Judon Mac was Jones great. I know Mac Jones is thrown for a lot of garbage time Feels yards like they because two. they were trailing the entirety of the first two games. They play the Giants. They played garbage time yards. He was bringing the they team. They played some the, tough games. Bringing the team what? Philly he, was he, a close game. game. He, was, he was putting the team in a position to potentially okay. win against the Dolphins and or they, win against, yeah, tie the Dolphins and win against the They were down 16 nothing and 10 nothing in both of those games. And what happened? And stormed back. Stormed back to lose. I, the, that's what they did. They stormed back to lose. That's true. This would be, and this is why I think Wilds just needs to abandon his love for Dirty Mac Jones. This would be the best win of his career. Yeah, we're due. We're three years in, and you and you guys don't even Come think on, the Cowboys beat, are that Come great. On, we beat the Bills at home. In the that Mac threw three passes. That was not oh, it. They were really leadership. good passes, though. Great. <laughs> oh, got the win. Nick, can we? All right, can we get you ready for Nick's picks? Nick's yeah, picks some hot. seriousness. Hot list. You we, rebounded. We last had a week. we had a yeah. rough start to the year. 0-3 first week wasn't great. One and two the next week kind of got our bearings. 
But last week we did what we're going to do the rest of the year. A nice, tidy, winning week. Don't worry about the fact that I had the Broncos in the game. They lost by 50. The other ones were great. (laughs) Ah, It doesn't matter. That's the great thing about gambling. It doesn't even lose by half point, lose by 50. It's the same penalty. The Steelers (laughs) won outright. The Patriots won outright. See, and I, listen. I, there is no, there is no biases, loyalties. Mm-hmm. It's just the smart bet. That's why I could go with the New England Patriots last week. Pittsburgh, we're going with them for the fourth consecutive week. Wow. This is the first time they are favorites. They are two and a half point favorites against the Houston Texans, mm. a Texans team that right now I feel is a touch overvalued because of how well they performed in the game we just saw against Houston. Furthermore, against Jacksonville. Pardon me. Furthermore, Houston is down to three third-string offensive linemen plus a backup offensive lineman against T.J. Watt and that Mike Tomlin defense. And one other point on this, the Steelers, I feel, are going to be undervalued for the next few weeks because the offense looked so bad the first few weeks of the year against San Francisco and Cleveland, which might have the best two defenses in the league outside of, of course, Kansas City. And so, for all those reasons, I'm only laying three points. I get Mike Tomlin to get to three and one. I'm taking the Steelers laying the two and a half. This next bet is a square bet. It is a bad bet, but it's going to pay. The Chiefs laying eight and a half. I know what you're thinking. The Chiefs don't cover big spreads, and historically, they don't. They actually had been 0-5 as touchdown-plus favorites up until last week when they annihilated the Bears. But this is not eight-and-a-half-point spread because historically, for the Chiefs to cover eight-and-a-half, it means they're going to have to score 35, 38 points. To cover eight-and-a-half this week, they might only have to score nine. And because of that, I like that spot. I like the fact that you are going to have a dominant Chiefs defensive performance that we know Travis Kelsey is going to get in the end zone because his friend is going to be in the stands cheering alongside his mother, and we're going to see very excited shots of Taylor Swift, very sad shots of of Aaron Rodgers, and then we're going to hear Chris Collinsworth talking about, ah, Jawan Taylor fixed that problem. That wasn't even a problem, but I got the whole league turned against him. The Chiefs lay the points. And then lastly, Monday Night Football. This line started with Seattle getting a point and a half. They're now laying a point and a half, so Mm. it's three points of negative line value. Don't care. You know why? Don't have many more opportunities to bet against Daniel Jones in prime time because next year, don't think the Giants are going to be in a bunch of those prime time games. He's 1-12 in his career straight up in prime time. Pete Carroll, meanwhile, is one of the best prime time coaches against the spread. In fact, the best of the last 24 years. 34 and 18. Seattle is better than people think. They've scored 37 in back-to-back games, which is crazy considering their quarterback is, quote, a pumpkin, according to, quote, Chris Broussard. And listen, Tariq Woolen is back and Jamal Adams, his first game back since game one of last year. So they get him back. Seattle on national television beats the Giants. So there it is. We're taking three favorites. We rarely do that. The Steelers minus two and a half, the Chiefs minus eight and a half, and Seattle minus one and a half. That's a three and a week. That gets us 500 for the year, and we start rolling. Pretty good. I think you're wrong about Patriots, Cowboys, but that's three and a. Oh, I might lay some money on that. Oh, okay. A couple units? Well, six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bounce back game for Joe Burrow. Next, first things first. Afternoon headlines sponsored by Ram Trucks. As you heard, built to surf. Bengals favored in Tennessee. Joe Burrow got the win last week, but didn't throw a touchdown. It only kind of looked like Joe Burrow. Here's Burrow's numbers on throws more than 15 yards. 
a little bit better than the previous two like weeks. Mac Jones. But overall, and just for the record, because I am the mayor of Fair, uh -huh. see what I wrote there? What? Oh, Mac Jones territory. I'm wow. Oh, wow. The dam is starting to crack for you. It I is the worst in the in the NFL. Yeah. I think Mac Jones hasn't completed one. I don't know if he's <laughs> right. uh, Do you expect Burrow to look like himself? No. I, the, I, there's no reason to, and I... It's why I don't want to belabor the point, and I don't want to bang on the Bengals, but I just think this is they're making terrible decisions here. You don't heal by continuing to play. Now, I know, Brew, you talked to a doctor who said that he could eventually heal, but that it, I, we all agree that the healing process would be expedited by not playing a professional tackle football game. Seems like it. It, I'm not a doctor. I didn't spend the time in medical school. I would think the things you put at risk and trying to run away from Jeffrey Simmons and the Mike Vrabel-led defense, you are putting yourself at risk and potentially delaying the healing process. And we, they won that game on Monday night, and we disagreed on this. I think they could have won it without Joe Burrow. I think they, they, they didn't. They only won by what three? Yes, but they got but they got replacement level quarterback play. It's not like they won by three and Burrow was great. But Burrow, Burrow is more than just great throws. He's confidence in the locker room. I, they got Jamar Chase going. I don't know, and I think that'll bode well for them this weekend. If they don't, if Burrow doesn't play, maybe Jamar Chase doesn't get going. Now maybe he's a little bit salty. Has an attitude. Burrow brings confidence. He brings moxie. Like, he, he makes the rest of the team better just by being in uniform. So, my thing is, if, he doesn't, if he's not at risk to tear his Achilles or any more risk than usual, then I think do, he should be playing. Do you agree he's more at risk to suffer a totally unrelated injury? Because he is not as mobile and not as able to avoid a pass. Yeah, but it's, it, I mean, I, it is football. I right. Mean, you're, 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 That's you can my get point. hurt out there at any moment. If it's just pain tolerance and he's not as mobile, not as quick as he used to be, I'm fine with him playing. Now, to answer your question, I don't think he'll look like Joe Burrow, but I do think he'll get better. I think he'll play his best game of the year. I think he's getting more comfortable playing with these deficiencies. Okay, I'm not as mobile now. I can't move like I used to. Mm -hmm. Playing with this pain. And I, I think, look, Chase now has it going. T. Higgins hasn't really, you know, he's had some bad moments. So I think he's looking moments. to have a big game. So I think Burrow will be good. And Tennessee is like bottom five in pass defense in the league. So I think Burrow's going to have a good game. And they sat him down for a significant amount of time, and it didn't really solve the problem. So at this point, you're playing meaningful games, and you're just going to have to manage the process because the time that he did sit down, it's not like that, that cured it. Whether he can get back to where he was, probably not because he's going to be – he's going to have to – negotiate through this and their numbers right now are terrible I think they're 26 in the past 28th in points 29th again running the ball and 30th in total offense so the offense hasn't been great even when he's played they haven't even been good right. when he's played but to your point Brew in the locker room having him play is gonna is gonna rally people and other guys who may or may wa not want to sit out they're not gonna sit out if Joe Burrow's playing well, that it sends a pretty strong message of Look, it's all hands on deck. We're going to try to make this work, and we're going to try to see how, you know, make sure that we can we can sustain this long enough so that we can be competitive. Okay, so I agree that there, if you're, you know, questionable for the game and you see Burrow going, you're more likely to go. That part, I think, is a good point. But the idea, the, there is a level 
of player being limited due to injury where he no longer is better than the guy behind him. And I, I don't know how good Browning is because he's thrown one NFL pass ever. He was good-ish in college, but he's been in the league for a few years, has thrown one pass, he's been the Bengals' backup. So I'm not going to act like I have any idea. But when you just listed those passing numbers, the Bengals this year have gotten bottom five quarterback play. Agreed. That's what they've got. Yeah. And if your backup can't come in and provide at least that, then why is he your backup? If your backup can't come in and provide backups bottom five quarterbacks for a reason. Yes, because they are typically going to be, you know, bottom five quarterbacks if they play. But right? if he, but so my, the what? point I'm making, if if you're going to get bottom five quarterback play by resting Joe Burrow, bottom five quarterback play by playing his backup, and I reject the idea that him sitting out in training camp didn't help. After the injury, he was on crutches. Then he was in a walking boot. No, no, I, so I'm not it, saying it didn't help to some degree, but it didn't solve the problem. So it, how much time now is it going to take to potentially solve this problem? It may, it may not be solved in, until the offseason. So then it's a function of how much pain can you right. navigate through and how well can you perform while navigating through what that would pain. You, what would you do if you were the, Mike Vrabel's defensive coordinator right now? and you're playing Joe Burrow, and you see that he is not comfortable rolling out the way he typically is, that he's not seemingly nearly as comfortable escaping pressure. How would you change well, the well, game? Well, you, you may try to light him up, but if you're, if you're Vrabel's defense coordinator, you're also 28th against the pass. Right. So every time that you take that chance to light him up, you're in off-man coverage, and, and now all he has to do is complete something short, mm -hmm. and one of those dynamic receivers goes the distance. So there is, there is a... a um, risk-reward factor to that, and you can try to light him up, but he's also smart enough to know now, because I don't have that escapability, I've got to, I got to get rid of it. I got to, like Brady and, and Manning did for years, pressure comes, you live to fight another day, and you throw the ball away. Don't you think he's going to get better? Unless not he what gets he used hurt. to be, but he'll get better. I, what, I, what I think is, is that he looked like, so we watched him week one, he was terrible. Week two, he then started to look more like Joe Burrow right. when they needed him, mm -hmm. and then yeah, it was a, he re-aggravated it. Week three, I did not think he looked good. I thought the Rams really gave that game away. Mm -hmm. I was I thought the Rams and they kind of got screwed on that two-two Atwell should have been touchdown that got overturned somehow. But set that aside. So I think a. He is, it is on the board, he re-aggravates the calf, and B, and I keep, and, and I don't want this to happen, I, but I, it is a concern that if you cannot, when, when, if people watched quarterback after Mahomes hurt his ankle, mm -hmm. he's in the playoffs, what Reed and I think it was Nagy were saying to him is, are you able to protect yourself? They were not talking about him hurting his ankle more. They were talking about because of the ankle injury, if you have someone bearing down on you, can you protect yourself so you don't suffer a different injury? That but, is to me an Tom obvious Brady concern. and Peyton Manning for their whole career couldn't protect themselves right. by moving around. I mean, they moved up in the pocket. Yeah. Their level of protection was understanding where their weakness yeah. was and getting rid of the ball. Yes, but that is almost, to me, almost like a level of quarterback evolution. Like, if you've never been able to move, you develop the skills to deal with it. If you've always been able to move a little bit, you don't develop those skills as much. Like, that is a real thing that Burrow's always like, oh, if there's pressure, I can escape a bit. Oh, damn it, I can't. And now, I don't know, it just seems risky. I'm sure they're risky. working on that. And he's there seems risky, man. Uh, Monday morning headlines coming up next on First Things First. Get ready, bro.
Well, it's Friday at 427. It's time where we reluctantly lift our ban on puns and encourage Brew to flex the headline writing muscles he toned while spilling ink for some of the finest newspapers in the country. Yes, it's time for Monday morning headlines. Nick, you can start us off as the opening act. Okay, I will go first. Uh, It's been a theme of the week. Practice makes perfect. Jets QB situation reaches a boil. (laughs) As I feel like we may see a boil in some action. I just think it'll be unfair. I think think the Met life. Well, get ready. Get ready to be like, my God, the Chiefs defense, George Karloftis, Trent McDuffie, Chris Jones. Oh, it's man, it's gonna be great. They're gonna have to call seven illegal formation penalties on Jawan Taylor. Slow him down. Wilds, go ahead. And well done avoiding the Taylor Swift puns. That oh, took yeah. a I real And restraint. honestly, I'm, I'm not that familiar with her discography. So <laughs> I, have done it anyway. uh, I will go with an obvious one. America's team victorious. Elite defense shines in a it? tough win. You're not making Who a is pick it? here. Which one? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, uh, Dallas is America's team. But you America's the team victorious. <laughs> are you going br- to do anything if the Cowboys win? Can we, like, w- dress up like a I may, yes. But you... I will do something if you do something if the Patriots win. They're like, I'll abandon my Super Bowl. Pick. There you go. And you Done. want me dressed up? I'll as abandon a my Super Bowl. Pick. Yeah. You'll pick another yeah, team. Yeah, I'll pick another team. All right, now it's time it for the main event. San Francisco. You can't in Philly. All right, come on. I welcome you all to can't the Philly. Be the Vi- better not be the Vikings. Seattle. Seattle. All right, here we go. I hope I'm wrong because I just I think chaos will ensue on Monday if I if I'm wrong about this. But here it is. Dak together again. Prescott has best game of season in victory. I, I think that's what's going to happen. What we do this for? I, I think. I mean, it's, it's B plus work. It's B it's, plus work. It's D minus Dak work. together again. Drew, it's I mean, not good. It may. Hold on. Drew, Dak we, together again. Dak plays well. People been bashing Dak. For one of your bad dad guns. And you give us Dak. We together. had a great week and we let you down. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Speak is in Colorado. I hope it's wrong. We'll be Just because of you. Just because you got to pick the Niners. 